Hello. Oh, how are you, beauty? I am good. I am sitting here in my lovely air-conditioned room with my with my friend and confidant, John Goodman, who apparently Sir John is gonna... Goodman. <laughs> Sir John Goodman is our special, special, special guest. Miss Terry Brodner, of course. Um, I'm just going to do a quick shout out to our listeners welcome welcome everybody welcome terry sir john goodman all of you out there this is sound on and i am your host savannah angeline and we have a very special guest today terry brodner is an author and an illustrator and she is a very 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 dear friend of mine we go way back to bard high school early college and she is just phenomenal and we are going to talk about her her newly published book Finny gets a job oh thank you savannah back (laughs) at you and you're very phenomenal yourself thank you and it's a real treat to be on with you i'm so glad you could join us so tell us what was the inspiration for Finny gets a job Well, I feel like Finny Gets a Job is a book about feeling like you don't belong or that you're not good enough following your own instincts and your own story. And trying to find the feeling of belonging and uh, self-value and just confidence in yourself um, that I feel like a lot of us, including myself, need need to hear this message and need to to hear that story told to us about how to find our our self-confidence and our our sense of purpose in the world you know that's awesome yeah no that's incredibly that's an incredibly important message and i just want to add that Vinny gets a job is a children's book mm-hmm. however it's highly applicable its message is highly applicable to adults everywhere as well um (laughs) i certainly experienced um such an emotional transformation reading Vinny gets a job um he's this little french bulldog who actually was your real life french bulldog Mm -hmm. at one point yep Um, and he is basically determined to get himself a job and be a, an upstanding citizen of the world and contribute back to his community. And, you know, then he has this uh, adopted brother, Lester. Who's a cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <Meow>. Um, <laughs> he, so Lester is a little pessimistic to say the least, at first, um, and sort of discourages Vinny, but Vinny does his own thing, and he persists. Um, yeah, and he, and he realizes that he actually has been doing the right thing and has been an upstanding citizen all along. You know, he, yes. he goes through this odyssey where he's trying to fit into society and he's trying to do all these different crazy things to, you know, to belong to what he thinks the real world is, which is a place where people have jobs and they do things. 
and then he he finally uh, realizes, well, I'm perfect the way I am. I really am contributing by just doing the helpful things that I know how to do every day. Yes, yeah. by just by just being my damn self. Exactly. Like by just being authentically true to who I am, which can often get a little bit clouded by our conditioning, societal conditioning, familial conditioning, mm-hmm. our, oh, our upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's an incredibly moving story. And I am like super happy for you that you have gotten this published by Simon and Schuster, no less. Um, incredibly reputable publishing house. And um, I, I really loved following Vinny's Odyssey because, and I love that you say that word. <laughs> it makes yeah. me think of. It's such a throwback to Bard um, yeah. for, for me. Oh, it's true. They they really went through the Odyssey. Oh boy. Did they did we ever? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but every everybody has their own their own Odyssey, their own journey. Um, you know, as Vinny does, as Sir John Goodman does, as you do, as I do, as our listeners, of course, have their own respective journeys. And sometimes there's just, there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves to be in a space that we're not yet in. Yeah. And, um, yeah exactly because and that and that that ties in perfectly with the story because really you know what are we responding to when we're in the psychological space that Vinny's in we're we're responding to the outside world we're responding to you know the pressures outside that that um that tell us that we need to do a certain thing at a certain time and be a certain way so exactly yeah it's like it's like putting on it's like putting on a costume or a mask that does not um, help us protect ourselves from COVID. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the facade. It's a costume that is actually unbreathable and quite smothering, ki- kind of akin to how, I'm just gonna give a little, yeah. just a tiny, tiny sneak peek window into the story. Yeah. Um, because Please. this was one of my favorite parts when Vinny visits Luigi's Pasta restaurant and the waitress is, or the hostess is like, oh, can you wait tables? You know, here, here's this apron. And, you know, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, it's like, here's Vinny putting on a costume or a quote-unquote mask. Mm-hmm. And he's, yeah. he's doing his thing. He's cleaning those tables left and right, just chowing down and licking every crumb off the table. You know, he's doing it in his own authentic way, but it's unacceptable from the from the outside to society (laughs) yeah (laughs) but he's doing his thing and he's just like he's rocking it out yeah he 
I really appreciate how much he um, he still maintains his authentic spirit even while trying different costumes and masks on until he finds his ultimate um, reveal which I don't know if, we, if you want to go into that but I, I, I don't want to give it up if you don't yeah, we don't we don't have to go complete spoilers, but yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but definitely like I I totally appreciate how you recognize that that he's yeah, he's he's trying to do all of these things to please others. He's trying to do all these things to be as you say like an upstanding citizen. Uh but he's doing it in his own way and he's not really interested in being told or he's it's not even that he's not interested. It's that he's sort of incapable he's incapable of not being himself, which is amazing. (laughs) I'm just gonna, like, ding a bell for that, because, I mean, yes, sometimes we all wish we could sort of return home a little bit more. Um, And home is really it's really not an external it's not an externalized geographical location necessarily but the sense of home for me is really that psychological safety and trusting of and within yourself yeah i absolutely you need uh and i feel like it's crucial to our survival that we sort of maintain or cultivate that you know and um that's why i i'm so grateful to be on with you right now is because i feel like this is something that you exercise and are now sharing through your podcasts and through sound baths and everything with you know with the world and it's it's really important work so and very relatable yeah Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you, Terry. And I was actually, I was actually quite scared and anxious myself at one point about revealing and going into this dimension of mm-hmm. who I am. Um, but I was doing myself and my voice a disservice by not further exploring this much more publicly um so i I do appreciate i do appreciate the recognition and um i was actually going to dovetail and ask you what are some of the ways that you return home wow yeah that's a it's a very deep and i sort of just endless question that i uh that i really you know, have to think about, but I feel like we we get profound on here. You know, yeah, well, I know. Oh, I, I am aware. So I'm not. I'm not. I am. I am. I'm thinking. I am. I am in thought, but I am not shocked. Um, and I'm, Take your time. And I'm grateful for it. Yeah, because it's. Um, I mean, just the question alone is just a really great way of you know getting in touch with 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 all of those 
ways to ground yourself and and come home to your your sort of your truer self. And I feel like for me, um, drawing is so grounding for me, uh, mm. and it really does bring me home to my childhood. It brings me back to yeah, younger sort of more uncomplicated, unfettered, un, you know, uncorrupted sort of the truest version of myself is, you know, me with the pen in my hand and just being in motion. And and that's probably cuz it's self-expression. That's probably because it's you know it it always has been my my outlet my self-expression that and writing and um mm-hmm. and you know and and it's um it's also interesting because i mean that brings me to my core definitely and that definitely brings me i feel like home um but but i do mm-hmm. also feel like um when i'm struggling with concepts and i'm struggling you know, it's not always the most comfortable place to be in, but I feel like that's also part of it. I feel like a lot of the time when you're creating and you're writing and you're drawing, you're trying to dig through a lot of stuff in order to get to that core, you know, sort of feeling of home that uh, from whence you came, you know? And and totally. it's, it's not always, it doesn't mean that it's an easy journey, you know? Hell no. No. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, anything, it's like, it's almost sometimes like a war Mm -hmm. and a battle Mm -hmm. to to quiet the noise and the static of outside voices that can be potentially negative and destructive to your specific creative process. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I've really been thinking about this a lot lately, about how we all judge the shit out of each other, myself included, I'm still working on this. Mm -hmm. We all judge the shit out of each other. Just basic human nature. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. About how we each process things. And it's like, you know what? I've now realized I I need to slow down. I need to allow myself space to operate and creatively process and critically process in the way that I do. And I need to not judge myself for how I'm processing in the moment. And I need to start doing this for other people. I need to actively practice what I preach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really fucking hard at first. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. um, It can be a little hard. It can be a little difficult because, you know, we're all... We're all operating from our very own perspectives, right? Absolutely. With our, with our own conditionings, our own upbringings, um, but challenging oneself. And really, if you can make it a game, you know, not like another war or a battle that you have to go through, but a game. Yes. If you can play 
with the idea of looking at a situation from a different perspective. Yeah. And 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 sometimes pause your own. I I think, you know, absolutely. And empathy and compassion, the practice thereof go a long way. But um sometimes easier said than done. <laughs> Well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's and like you said, it's 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 a journey, but it can be a playful journey. It can be one where you where you just sort of you know experiment and see how far see how far you can take it, and just try to stretch and and grow. And I think it just happens in small increments, and we don't you know as long as we keep pushing ourselves, micro shifts, yeah, little micro, exactly exactly that we don't even register it doesn't come onto our radar um that we're shifting things but just the little practice of you know saying okay well can i reserve judgment and then just sort of look at this from the other side for a second you know or to stop ourselves after we've made a judgment and think oh okay um that's something i just thought and then let's let's take it from a different from a different angle right now i mean yes that's you know huge (laughs) really when you think about it it is it is and i've actually started um i've started two practices in this realm in this space can i perceive judgment or instead of judging can I just say to myself, okay, this is information. This yeah. is information instead of, oh God, this is a catastrophe, this is a nightmare, you know, oh. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this is just information for me where I am right now. And it's it's better to sort of be able to articulate it in that vein so that way you can be like a little or a big or a medium whatever shape you are it doesn't matter um scientist like you're coming at it you're just experimenting this is information and we're just experimenting here and nothing serious is going on we're just having a a playful sort of vibe absolutely yeah um and then i've also started to celebrate what seem like tiny wins <laughs> i've 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 started to celebrate my micro shifts and others when i can um yeah i feel like that's huge too because uh, you know we don't tend to celebrate these things. <laughs> it's, it's colossal. Yeah. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a way? What is a micro shift of yours that you've noticed in the past couple of months, especially given the pandemic combined with all of this social upheaval and completely yes. justified? social upheaval absolutely justified um but nonetheless a giant giant shift in our society nonetheless tumultuous times that we're in um yeah i 
this, you know, I mean, this whole pandemic, first of all, <laughs> when the pandemic <laughs> finally affected. Let's take a seat here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's Sir John Goodman. Oh yeah, John Goodman's <laughs> adding adding some some other commentary that commentary, some feline yeah. commentary. He's, he's saying, well, I'll tell you how it really was. <laughs> Back in the beginning with the pandemic, <laughs> that was awful, right? Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it did it did. I think I think what I'm what what the universe is teaching me and a lesson that I'm trying to make micro shifts to learn is is just that is is the lesson of like a radical acceptance um and I feel like and positivity amen yeah amen to that to both of those yeah because you know as a first-time author illustrator uh which Mm -hmm. I am (laughs) the uh yeah so uh, the you know the book the book landed squarely um, at the end of May um, amid you know New York wasn't even uh, wasn't even okay. decreasing in its yeah in its in its number of cases we were all you know sort of in a state of uh, shock still and we didn't know if we you know if we were you know what our summer what what you know if we'd ever be able to return to a sense of normalcy at all um and you know just from a new yorker perspective things are things are you know we're we're attempting to do that right now and we'll see what happens but um but i well i think I, we're mm-hmm. just to just to interject yes quickly, absolutely I, yeah my firm stance is we should never be going back to what was what was considered normal um new york city was just completely on overload and overstimulation so i think that covid has really opened up a space for new york city to really reinvent herself and Um, that's true and i didn't even didn't even think about that you know but that's absolutely correct like we we were overloaded yeah but (laughs) but a sense of definitely but a sense of homeostasis for being the self the community of course is you know I'm not just a complete anarchist I do like to playfully (laughs) disrupt but you know homeostasis I, I also you know that is important as well so please continue (laughs) <laughs> yes, no, I mean, so, yeah, just the sort of, and um, so, you know, I, and that forced me into a space uh, where I, where I had to accept what was, and then, and then because everything was in a state, and I love certainty, I love gratification, mm-hmm. we all do, to a degree, mm-hmm. and, and this situation, especially with, like, this beautiful thing that happened to me I you know I published the book I I you know I I have this beautiful story that I wanted to tell and I got to tell it um but you know it is extremely beautiful and by the way listeners Terry is a fantastic illustrator and the it just I've never seen somebody bring equal talent to both the visual and the written and you've done it so fucking half oh. off to you seriously oh well thank you thank you <laughs> and sir john goodman seconds and, that <laughs> and he seconds that and he says 
everything everything is better with tuna. Yes, terrific <laughs> illustrations. But <laughs> do you have but where's the tuna? <laughs> where is the tuna? <laughs> priorities, um, people. Priorities, people. Yes. Um. So yeah. So it taught me, you know, as things were as all these plans I had made, the best laid plans uh, of readings and, and all sorts of conventional ways to engage as an author illustrator in the world um, were, were being shut to me. Um, you know, I had to sort of think about, you know, how to accept the situation and just kind of understand that there are amazing things that can and s- still will happen and mm-hmm. and opportunities that will appear and i feel like we we all need to um to realize that as we face the times that we're still facing you know totally and i mean that just ties into my work as a freelance sound artist uh with sound bath meditation mm-hmm. sound bath meditation really carve out the space to allow oneself to subconsciously reprogram destructive neural pathways and opens up space for new ones for the purpose of adaptability and and radical acceptance as you've said before yeah, I mean, and and I, that's why it's just it's really just magical knowing you because it's like because it's like I have I have this little this little light worker friend who who definitely right back at you, queen. Yeah, <laughs> who's able to bring, who's able to bring that sense of yeah the radical acceptance, the grounding, and the ability to the space to work to work through all of it, you know. It's invaluable. Thank you so much for that, Terry. And thank you. This is a good, I feel this is a good space to to end and close. And I just want to thank you so much. And I will definitely be including a link for our listeners to go out and buy Vinny Gets a Job and read it to all the little ones. Or just read it if you're like, you know, 39, 92, exactly. 97. <laughs> Honestly, I'm almost 31 and this is yes. like one of my favorite books. So oh. um, yeah, major plug for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think it's thank pretty you. fun to read too, but I'm biased, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so. No. <laughs> All right, everyone take care and and if you would like a sound bath meditation with me please get in touch and yeah we will we will uh, sound you soon all right thank you for having me savannah it's been a pleasure thank you terry and sir john goodman, <laughs> john goodman. all right